Okay, welcome to the show, guys. Good morning to you. Monday morning, new month. Um, August first, crazy. Time flies, doesn't it? This was this show was scheduled for yesterday. However, um, I do have my mother staying with me. She's been with me about a week, and so um, I made a Thanksgiving dinner for her yesterday. <laughs> um, I'm very good at making turkey and stuffing and all that sort of thing. So I don't see her much on the holidays. I don't really go anywhere on the holidays. I don't do family uh, gatherings. I just don't do that on holidays. Not anymore. I generally just stay to myself, relax, take it easy, cook for myself or cater some food in. I don't do family parties anymore. It's just I don't desire it. I just, just don't, grew out of it. Don't need to do it. Nothing against that. I just don't. So she was with me. I said, you know what? I'm going to make a turkey and all that. It, it took a lot of time. five, six-hour project, everything involved, and uh, came out fantastic. She enjoyed it and uh, just wasn't enough time to prepare the bulletins and everything else and then get going. Um, so I moved it out so I can be fresh in the morning. Again, uh, I want to sh- uh, shout out everybody who's watching this broadcast. Come here to learn. Members, feel free to um, correspond with each other in the chat room um, um, or me. Anyone on the outside, subscribers, non-subscribers, content creators, good morning. Hope you guys have a good month. I want to start by saying this. Uh, this might sound a little unusual, but it was something that came to mind to me. Uh, came to mind this morning as I was thinking about this show, and it kind of goes into my "Let Go with EO" series. So I won't go too far into this, but desire brings judgment. That doesn't mean necessarily that that judgment is is bad. It just means that when there is a desire for someone or something, it brings about a judgment now or a certain criteria for that thing to show up. So just remember that. Also think about this. When you don't desire something, you don't really care about it, do you? You don't care how it shows up, if it shows up, if you ever have it, because there's no desire to have it. There's no attachment to having it. So just remember that desire in large brings judgment. That doesn't mean that judgment is bad. It can be bad. It doesn't mean it's bad, though. But I want you to know that desire brings judgment. And with desire, there's also a level of, of attachment that comes with that. So just keep that in mind. Not going too far into that. <clears throat> Shout out to all the members. Respect to you. Happy to have you here. If you would like to join the conversation, you're welcome to uh, become a member. We'll welcome you with open arms. If you don't want to become a member, that's fine, too. Perfectly fine. Okay, let's get to these talking points. I want to first and foremost shout out the sponsor of this video, which is OmniRoma. Many of you guys have seen him here. He is a... um, very valuable contributor. He does it on his own his own accord. Uh, he feels he wants to give back and he wants to contribute, and uh, and I appreciate that. And so it was uh, my pleasure to answer one of his questions. And he said, "Koshi, I was wondering if you have tackled the following topic 
Should a champion deal with a reformed 304? It's very difficult to find females today with low body counts. Should that even matter? I would like to hear your take on this. Thank you. And of course, I said, I got you, brother. Okay, so everybody shout out Omni Roma. Uh, not only for his continued support, uh, it's much appreciated. Uh, doesn't have to do it. He does it because he wants to do it. Um, but it, we appreciate people who offer value in return for the values. As stated in my first book, Cut the Bullshit. Get it. It's on Amazon. Get yourself a copy. Value for value. I personally don't want anything for free. I don't. I don't need anything for free. I don't need much because I'm very self-reliant. However, if I do offer value to someone or something in a business arena, obviously I'm going to look to capitalize on that value that I've given. And so if you're a person um, offering unique insight or valuable information or solutions, you should openly discuss a value exchange See, if you expect a value, if you expect value, I want to say this, very important. If you expect value from someone without expressing that, you're making a fool out of yourself. Okay? Now, if you express, I can offer you this, I'll be happy to, I'm equipped here to provide a solution for you. In exchange for my time or my services, this is what I generally um, charge, this is my rate. Or if you don't want anything at all, you could say, I don't want anything at all. For this particular, there's moments I've, I've given advice, I didn't want anything. It didn't cost me much, what, 20 seconds? I gave this guy, while I'm living my life, 20, 30, 60 seconds, maybe even sometimes longer, a little of my time that can that could drastically change the trajectory of his life. I don't need anything for that. Obviously, if I'm going to sit here 75 minutes and I'm running a business, there's obviously an exchange. However, if you're not a person, if you're a person that low-key wants something for something that you're giving and you don't get that, I blame you, okay? Because it's conniving, it's indirect, it's passive-aggressive, um, and quite frankly, you don't deserve to get what you want. Or maybe you even do deserve it, <laughs> but you gave it to the wrong person. For the wrong reasons, or maybe you give it to the right person with the wrong presentation and you didn't get what you want. In any case, this is why I talk about being clear and direct, tailor a message that is respectful, and offer tremendous service. If you want something in return, you should say what you want in return. Don't let there be anything under the rug. Okay? So Omni Roma gives. I believe, I believe in large part because he's financially stable and he's in a position to give, like other people here, uh, Daniel Roscoe and, and others. And so I believe that they're financially abundant, and so in, they give, that's their way of giving. So I wanted to talk a little bit about giving, exchange, value for value. The last thing you want to do is give value and then low-key say you don't want anything, but you really do want something. <laughs> That's not very masculine. So we want to thank him for that. Um, 
Quick shout out to uh, uh, Danny who who uh, super chatted here this morning. Nine ninety nine. Good morning, Coach, uh, and happy Monday. How do I become a member? Thank you for all that, and uh, uh, thank you for all that you do and salute. Uh, there's a way to do so on the uh, PC. I believe SNO can walk you through that. SNO, shout out to SNO. If you can walk, Uncle Guns, I see you. If you can walk uh, this gentleman through that process, I'd appreciate it. There is a way to do it on the phone, I believe now. So I wanted to start with that again. Desire equal or desire in, in large part, there's judgment that follows desire because once you attach yourself to an idea, a certain person, a certain thing, there is in your mind now a story of how that thing, how you want that thing to show up in your experience. And so knowing this, <laughs> um, and I talk a little bit about people who want Women with low body counts and, and such. There, there's some. There's something I say here that you have to be aware of. Desire usually brings about judgment. Judgment isn't always a bad thing, but it it, it can be. Got to be careful with desire. I want to start off with a woman's perspective. I do have a woman's perspective uh, a playlist for this, and so I found a woman on the internet in a. That wrote a column, or or not wrote the column. She added to a, a, t- a topic, a blog of some sort. Pardon me, I, I might be a little off here. Let me make sure I got everything right. <laughs> Just hang out one second. Putting these things together is, uh... yes, I think I think this is where we are. So I, I actually copy and pasted her her portion. I didn't change anything. Um, there may be some typos, uh, some misplaced punctuations. I kept it there because I didn't want to doctor her work. But this is a woman's perspective. Why are hoes hoes? Okay? So I'm going to read this again. Suspend judgment. This is to understand the psychology of a person who is an addict uh, of some sort who engages in neurotic behavior, excessive compulsive behavior. On the flip side, some people just enjoy being with multiple partners, so we don't want to judge that either. So some people just enjoy a certain lifestyle. That's who they are, and that's what they want to do. And so whatever the case, let's take a look at it with judgment-free eyes. Acceptance. In society, you are treated as a hero and strong. So she's saying that these are some reasons why she was a hoe. And if you see why, maybe sometimes you do some of the things you do, even as a man, maybe not the same exact uh, thing. Maybe not you're not promiscuous, but you do something else. Maybe, maybe you rush in to find success. You want to be successful in business, whatever. A lot of these tie into one another. So acceptance is one of the reasons why a hoe will be a hoe. In society, you are treated as a hero and a strong, independent person if you sleep around. <laughs> now, there is some truth to that. Low-key, many men want to be with hoes. Okay? Okay. I'm not saying you want to marry them, or maybe you do. I can't speak for you. But low-key, men want to be with women 
that are very sexual in nature, but they may not have the opportunity to pull them. There, here comes the judgment. Because you'd be surprised if you could pull a woman that was sexually liberated, you wouldn't have judgment because you'd be getting you'd be getting her. Now you might judge her afterwards or whatever. There might be a judgment post sex. But most of the time, you judge something that doesn't. Sh- Let me. I gotta say this. I gotta come back. Most of the time, you judge something because it did not show up in your reality the way you wish it did. This is why I started with this. Desire brings about judgment. Usually, you do you judge something that went your way? Do you harshly judge it? If the members can answer that question. This is why I bring, I'm going to bring about things to your awareness that you already know, but you usually disregard, okay? When something goes your way, the way you thought about it, the way you planned for, and you actually were able to execute in a fashion where it showed up in your favor the way you wanted it to go, do you generally judge that harshly? We'll wait a couple minutes to let, let some of the members answer that that's true true okay mike's mikey was good he says no you only generally judge something salute brother good to see you you generally judge something harshly when it didn't show up in your reality in your experience the way you wish it did because if a woman wanted you the way you wanted her there is no hoe. There is no 304. There is no she's for the streets. There's she's for my bed. Let's go. This is what I wanted. And then, of course, you're going to find some people that, that say, well, I don't want that nasty trash. And you and you have the right to say that. Uh, well, I shouldn't say, you know, not the right, but you can say that. If you don't want someone to be part of your life experience, then you don't, then you don't want it. Do you have to call her trash? You could just say, no, I, that's not what I'm looking for, but I appreciate it and best wishes to you. There is a way to enter a situation and exit a situation. And a man with leadership ability and class and self-respect generally, maybe not all the time, but is generally working toward entering a situation with benefit in class or even exiting a situation with class and dignity and respect for himself and respect for the other person because just because you don't wish to engage in something doesn't mean now because they have an opposing lifestyle or viewpoint that they're wrong that could be right for them wrong for you we have to get better as men to be able to differentiate and to separate without disrespect can i get an amen on that this morning (laughs) can i get an amen on that you're going to notice that you you as a person will feel more calm when you do this, first and foremost. And you will also not burn any bridges unnecessarily. Because you never know. What you say no to today, you may, you may have to say yes to in six months. I had to learn that. What you say no to today, you may have to say yes to in six months. That is champion game. Uncle Gun says, I don't uh, celebrate. Uh, I don't. I celebrate it. But realize it could have gone the other way. Okay. I like it. I, I respect 
wherever you guys are and what you and what you want to say. Know you're usually giving yourself kudos when things facts <laughs> facts. Okay, great. Let's move forward. I, I I will stop a little bit here when there's a teaching opportunity where I have to teach it in my way because I want to help you become healthier human beings that are emotionally and mentally stable. Okay? Slut shaming may be a thing in some high schools, but mostly you are treated as more experienced, moral, more worldly person. This goes for both men and women. So this is true when you're young, if you're the captain of the football team, on the wrestling team, baseball, whatever, um, and you sleep around and during those years, you could be seen as a catch, as a commodity. Okay, and even women, new girl in school, um, sexually experienced, every man wants her. Remember, judgment usually follows desire. <laughs> okay, judgment usually follows desire and unmet desires please somebody somebody quote me there judgment follows harsh judgment usually follows unmet desires just remember that again you get something to show up in your experience the way you hope for the way you plan for the way you executed and it goes your way where's the where's the where's the judgment it's praise, it's celebration. Kudos, as SNO said. You need to know this. It's in your best interest that you face this. It's not going to be easy because you may be used to judging and forming an identity around judgment. I'm asking you to suspend that personal identification of yours for for two hours hour and a half go back to it afterwards if it serves you to go back judgment yes harsh judgment usually follows unmet desires and that is a hundred percent golden if you really think about it let's move forward number three the woman says validation which is what i would consider One of the main reasons why we do anything, anything, is we want to be validated. I don't think it's wrong necessarily to seek validation. I think human beings naturally want to embrace one another. Validation is something that if you if you want that balance, you're okay, you're normal. Um, every person on planet Earth desires to an extent and sometimes to a, a, an even greater extent, which can be... Um, asking for trouble, validation, okay? So she says here, validation. You get different men tell you that you're beautiful, intelligent, intelligent, and agree with you about everything. <laughs> Isn't that true? If you were a woman that many men wanted, that were constantly val validating, constantly celebrating, complimenting, would you want to not be that? 
<laughs> let me just let me ask you this, okay? And, and it is simp behavior. It, it definitely can be simp behavior. Now, if you genuinely, sincerely want to pay someone a compliment, and you just want to do that, you're not a simp. If you're doing it all the time with hopes you'll get a response and validation, you're a simp in my book, okay? Although we all wish to be acknowledged. And someone who tells you they don't wish to be acknowledged is lying. Every human being wants to be Every human being is desiring desiring self-exploration. Every human being is desiring to know the self. That's number 1. Number 2, there is a human aspect of the mind. There's part of a mind, the mind, the ego, that you can't necessarily get rid of. It is there. Now, you can control it. You can tame it. But the ego is always part of the human experience. And you will naturally want to be acknowledged for your existence. Okay? This is high-level game. <laughs> I don't like to say that, but it is for those that are confused. This is very, very advanced. And so I say that for those that came here just to, for some something quite, maybe something a little easier to digest. It may not be the broadcast for you. Or maybe just listen and later down the road this will make sense. Every human being wishes to be acknowledged. In large part because the ego is always present. And for anyone that says they don't, they're lying to you. They are conning you. Now, obviously, you can go above and beyond and want this out of moderation and out of balance. And that can be destructive, self and to others. But every human being on planet Earth wishes to be acknowledged. Remember that. So, for a woman who is getting a lot of attention, a lot of offers, a lot of validation, gifts, all this stuff, do you not want to be that? <laughs> Do you think a woman's going to go, I'll pass on all that, maybe later when she's had enough of it and her priorities change as a, as a person. But it's hard for any person, even men, to settle down, get focused when there's a lot of attention coming at you. Do you understand this? So why am I telling you this? Because I want you to suspend judgment and try to understand why some people do what they do, including yourself. You might go, damn, light bulb moment, damn, light bulb moment, damn, I do that too, just in a different arena, in a different way. I do that. So then we have to suspend judgment for another and better yet try to understand. Again, validation. Number four, free stuff. Woman says, why are hoes hoes? Well, another reason is free stuff. Someone else pays for your food, drinks, romantic holidays. Got another question for you. If you're getting your stuff paid for, people chaperoning you around, people buying you plane tickets to go to vacation spots, Aspen, other places you've never been. Do you want to just give that up? <laughs> I'm asking you. Now, some of you are going to say, I don't care about that. Understandable. You care about something else. So just remember, although you may not care about the things mentioned here, that's fine. 
but you care about something else. Could be your toolbox. Do you want to give up your tools if your tools bring you a lot of value? Do you want to just give them up? Want to give up your truck? Want to give up your guns? They bring you enjoyment. They bring you validation. Other other men say, wow, what a great gun, Bob. Do you just want to give those things up? The answer is going to be no. Welcome, Danny. Pardon me. Free stuff. She doesn't want to give that up. And in large part, being a hoe or off or giving sex away, you reap benefits, which a woman is telling you. Number four, this is small, so bear with me. I have to try to read this. Sexual power. Every human being, man and women, especially men, are looking to dominate women sexually. Okay? And if you say you're not looking to dominate women sexually, why are all these videos being watched on how to get a woman's mind, how to get inside her mind, how to get her soul, how to get, how to get her attached to you? how to get her on your program. You wouldn't be making videos like this or watching videos like this if this wasn't an interest to you. So she, too, says sexual power. Manuel Hernandez, $20. Thank you so much. Appreciate your content. Any way to hop on a call during your... Any way to hop on a call during your live. It begins and ends with a man. Um, Not at this time. I don't have the. I do have phone lines. I don't have it up now. Uh, we will go to calls because I feel like that would be a great way to interact, but not at this time. I do appreciate your your contribution, though, um, Manuel. Sexual power. You have men or less begging you for sex, and you can be a complete bastard. If you're feeling bad, because most people will always take your side against men. (laughs) I love her truth. I love her being honest. Uh, Instead of making excuses, she's being honest, which is why I picked her. In hindsight, however, I can see that this is mean being a bastard. Now I am uh, battling against HIV, and hopefully I will defeat it completely. Now before you say, see... She went off and got AIDS because of her reckless behavior. Suspend that for the moment, please. You're one bad sexual experience away from getting HIV. One. If you're not careful. So let's, for the moment, she's admitting it. And so let's not judge her. If I do, I will try to be a wife. If she does beat it, I will try to be a wife, mother, and good life partner to my spouse. Instead of a ruler over abused servants, and this is also what I recommend to other girls. Let me read that line again. If I do the, uh, if I do this I will try to be a wife, mother and good life partner to a spouse instead of a ruler over abused servants and this is also what I recommend to other girls. This can easily be the man speaking as well. 
saying he no longer wants to be a ruler over insecure, self-battered, traumatized women. Unfortunately, being a woman today gives you the privilege of being a complete asshole pretty much without repercussions while you are constantly being taught that you are instead of victim. Listen to this woman. Listen to this woman. I've said this before. Women are brainwashed and socially conditioned as well to be what they are. So instead of harshly judging them, realize that she too has been socially conditioned to be something by her family, by her neighborhood, by her culture, by many things, okay, by social media. So instead of judging her, understand how she got there. This will do you much better than to sit there in immature fashion judging her. Okay, even I need to do a better job at this, although in (laughs) I need to do a better job at this and I'm doing a better job at this, but I still can do a better job at this and I will. I'm doing a better job right now. I am showing you a better job so you, too, can do a better job at what I'm talking about beginning today or you can stay the same. Unfortunately, being a woman today gives you the privilege of being a complete asshole pretty much without repercussions while you are constantly being taught that you are instead a victim. This is this is not make you a happy person in the long run, though, and it does not a create it does not create a good society. She's absolutely correct. It takes guts to say these things. It takes a lot of pain. Takes a lot of pain. Doesn't have to take a lot of pain, but often pain is a great a great teacher. Respect to what she said. She's being honest, and you two men can self evaluate and do better. Pardon me. That was the end of her segment. Now I'm moving on to some things that I mentioned here. Of course, as I mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, that I won't be able to say everything that I want to say because it's too layered. But for the sake of the show, I thought about some practical ways to to, to talk to you about this man's question, Omniroma, which is, should you upgrade a woman who has a strong sexual past? And so I'm going to give you some things to think about here today. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to give you some things to think about. That's it. Think about it. How does it how does it relate? How can you benefit? And let's get started. A slut phase has to run its course. I call it a slut phase for the sake of the broadcast, but a promiscuous run, a run like this, not all women go on these runs, okay? Let me first and foremost tell you that not all women, not all women go on these runs with multiple men, but they do go on this run, okay, which I will get into, okay? All women at some point or another go on a run of a lot of sex 
but it may not be with 50, 100, 200, and so forth guys, which I'm going to get to because I want to share my experience. You can't slow it down or speed it up. That's one thing you need to understand that a woman's sexual self-exploration, you can't slow it down. You can try to put a roadblock up, which I'll talk about in a moment. You can't speed it up or you can't slow it down. It must run its course. Okay. If you try to, she will sabotage the situation in order to get back out. Cat in heat. Okay. If you pay attention to you trying to incorporate or add an addition to your life, a woman who is antsy, who has more energy to exhaust and more desires to exhaust, and you try to domesticate her. She's going to find a way out of the house. <laughs> is that her fault or yours? Well, it could be both. It could be that she made false promises and she gave you an indication that she was ready for something. She could have been ready for it in that moment. She could have just been in a feeling or she could have been desperate. Or she could just genuinely have thought she wanted it but realizes she ain't ready for all that. Her life's not set up that way. She has some things to finish. It's your job to understand the timing of a person, where they're at, and then tread accordingly. Do you guys understand? Are you following me? I just want to make sure. Pardon me. Timing matters in all facets of life. She must want it. So just like a man must want a committed relationship or children or legacy or partnership, monogamy. If the man doesn't want that and you try to make him want that, he's going to sabotage the situation. So both people have to be at the right place at the right time. Similar mentality, um, corresponding lifestyles, on the same road, wanting the same things, for the potential for success to be there. You cannot, with your money or your game, no game, is slowing down a chick that hasn't ran her, ran that that course that I talked about, that slut, that, okay... Keep in mind when I say slut, there's no judgment in it. I'm just using it for a reference. You're not slowing that down. No game can slow that down. She has to run through that and exhaust through those desires and those curiosities. This is why if you meet someone at one point in their life, they're not susceptible to you. But if you meet them at a later point, they're more susceptible to you because they're too changing. And the two of you are more aligned now. And so just know that no game, no one's game, no money, no propositions are slowing down someone who is has made their mind up that they want to do something. I want you to know that so you don't waste your time and waste other people's time and put yourself in danger or put yourself at a deficit 
You're never going to change somebody who want if they want something, don't even try to take it from them. Let them go through that or, you know, remove yourselves because they're going to go through it anyway. And at some point, you're going to make a determination whether it's valuable to stay or go. Okay. She has to be willing to disconnect from that life, okay? So I'm going to talk about this later on in more detail. But if a person expresses that they want a relationship, okay? Remember, the initial question is, can a 304 or a Reform 304 be upgraded, okay? She has to be willing to disconnect from that life. Sometimes that life is friends. Maybe those friends. Maybe she'll get new friends or no friends for a while. But if those friends were tied to a different lifestyle, she has to be willing without coercion. She has to want to give them up. Sometimes family can also be destructive and keep you in a dysfunctional place. So sometimes even separating from family is necessary. Drinking also brings about reckless behavior so if you really want a relationship he or she has to prove that they want that and their decision making their routines and their lifestyle must match and be in correspondence with what they say they want if it's not they don't mean it and don't take the risk they don't mean it Just like a person that says they want a job, but they don't get up early and they're late all the time. You don't want the job. Or you want to sleep more than you want to be on time. And you might have other comforts in place. Like maybe you live with your mother or some shit. So you being late, the consequence of losing the job isn't that drastic. Because you have something to fall back on versus somebody who is completely independent and self-reliant. That person's more likely to get up on time and get to work on time because they realize the consequence of losing a job means homelessness. (laughs) You understand? She has to prove herself, as we all do. She has to deal with her copes, recognize her copes, her triggers, and even seek therapy if need be. Or mentorship. The guy's looking for... Oh, this is important that you understand. This is an addition to this segment that I felt was absolutely necessary. The guy's looking for chicks with a low body count. Can encounter trouble... When she's not ready to settle down and hasn't explored her curiosities to the fullest extent. So keep in mind, for those of you that are looking for women, women really in any era, but especially today's era, due to the level of distraction and attention span that most human beings have. If you're trying to look for a woman with a low body count, to hope that you could parabond or something like that. You, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you need to be aware with that. Because you need to recognize if she has unmet curiosities, 
and a certain lifestyle, even if she's young, and friends, she hasn't turned 21 yet, she talks about wanting to turn 21, oh, I can't wait till I can drink legally, little things that women say, even if she's newer, you may be barking up the wrong tree, and she may desert you when other allowances are given to her. Do you understand this? So it sounds good, right? I want to find an untouched woman. I want to find a woman that doesn't have a lot of men. Doesn't have a lot of history. Every woman is different. However, if you hear her talking about, oh, I can't wait till I can drink legally. I can't wait until I can try this. Or look at her friends. How do they act? How tied to the friends are she, is she? You better tread with caution and not fall in love with her or overinvest. Because she's getting ready to fly like a bird and you're going to be left behind. You need to know that. And someone needs to teach you this in great detail, which I am doing. Most guys low-key want to impregnate young women. Okay, you might get mad at this, but this is true. Okay, most men low-key try to impregnate young women to prevent or block her hoe phase. Is that not happening? Is that not happening? <laughs> men try to sabotage women. Women try to sabotage men. Okay? It's not just women. Men try to sabotage women. Okay? You know this. Again, most guys low-key want to impregnate young women to prevent her hoe phase. But understand this. Those curiosities will remain in her system just postponed. Okay? This is a great class. Those, do you think you may block or disrupt a curiosity and force her into motherhood? But she still has primal urges. Do you understand this? And so you might think, let me knock her up and give her a couple babies and maybe that will diminish her Self-esteem a bit. Maybe she'll be less of a catch. Bunch of kids. Who wants that, right? And so you're thinking, I'll block her from entering a whole phase. Understand this, in most cases, it's just postponed. It's just postponed. You need to know that. Pardon me. So we're done with that. Understand that a, a slut phase, whether it be man or woman, has to run its course. Okay? And the prettier you are, the more attractive you are as a man or woman, obviously the more opportunities you're going to have, the more opportunities to have validation and celebration and praise and, and special treatment, the harder it is for you to let go of that. So instead of just saying you're a hoe, you're a slut, understand why he or she does it to begin with. 
See, if you if you suspend the judgment and understand why they have made these decisions, higher learning can take place, better self-awareness can take place, and then you can understand people better. So you're less confused, less taken advantage of, And you do what I keep talking about, govern yourself, govern your psychology, your emotions, your life. <laughs> Hang on a second. I can't read what that says. <laughs> Hold on. How did I, how did, something stand the difference, understand, pardon me, understand the difference in hoes, okay? This is very important that you understand there's a, hoes are different. Not all hoes are created equal. Not all men are created equal. There's a woman, there's women that are hoes that fuck everyone, okay? They fuck lots, YouTube chill. They have sex with and sleep with a lot of people. And those that have done some whole shit to a man or two that turned her out. I need you to understand the difference between hoes. There's a hoe that is all over the place, reckless, no commitments, no leadership, living just uh, for the high, okay? And for the benefits. Then there's another woman who isn't that, but she is a hoe for a man that turned her out or possibly two men can be two but it can it may be one one in particular but it could be a couple so there's a difference in hoes okay there's a hoe for one man that's why i always say my hoe she is my hoe which women if you understood what i meant by that and you met a, a man that you felt very you were very into and he had that kind of way about him. When I say my woman is my hoe, I mean it in a great way. Because she is. And I've turned her out. I've turned her out on game. I've, I've offered her wisdom she'll never ever, ever again receive. Value she's never received. Conversation that is unique and that is uplifting and also challenging. So I'm turning her out. There's a difference and you need to understand and you be able to, you need to be able to distinguish the difference between a woman that just gets around with a lot of men and there's no stability and no longevity to that interaction and then a woman who is someone's hoe. So but don't ever get it twisted. They're all hoes. But there is a difference, a different connotation <laughs> to the hoe. I said this in a, a Patreon video. You should consider becoming a Patreon member so you can see some of those videos, if that's what you like, if you'd like to see them. I said, if a man finds a woman I just departed from, He's going to get a lot of great things. 
a lot of great things. He is. He's going to get a well-seasoned woman, a woman that understands men, a worker, okay, a workhorse, someone who invests. Clearly, she has to be into you. But she's he's going to get great benefits due to my leadership. But one thing he's going to get too is someone that got turned out. He's going to get someone who got turned out sexually, who was dominated sexually. Dominated in every way, but sexually especially, but in every way especially. So, take your pick. Do you want the girl? Okay, again though, you might say, well, that's why I want the woman with the low body count. We want to go young. I understand. Keep in mind, you know the world we live in. She's young and she hasn't lived yet. See, the great George Michael once said in an interview, there's two types of people in the world. There's the person who has lived, oh, pardon me, there's the person that has lost and the person that hasn't lost yet. And that's great wisdom. So equally, I would tie in that there is a person that has lived and a person who hasn't lived yet. <laughs> so do you want the, man, the, the woman who is living <laughs> with... Depends on how she's living. Not all women live the same. Some women are respectful to their bodies and don't just have sex with anybody. They're, they are out there. Don't let a dating coach tell you otherwise. There are women that reserve themselves. They still going to be a hoe, though, for someone. And, and rightfully so. Every woman should be allowed to sexually express herself with the right man. And really, honestly, with any man, if she so desires, as long as, as long as we accept the consequences, women are allowed to, ex, to, in, to explore sexuality. And most men don't want that unless it's for them. You can't change that. And you won't change that. That doesn't mean every woman has, has screwed everybody in town. But she will get attached to one man and get screwed, YouTube chill, by him a lot. She's getting screwed. It's your job to know the difference, to qualify without judgment, and to know what you're dealing with so you can decide whether I should invest or not invest if there is there a return on this can i offer my wealth of insight to her and have it be have it go somewhere or is this going nowhere you have to decide as a man that's why i say it begins and ends with the man you have to be able to do all of these things and if you don't know how i understand this is why i'm here this is why i offer coaching one-on-one -on -one coaching There's a lot here, man. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get through this. Pardon me. A community hoe is similar to a feral cat. Okay? I, I need you to understand, have you ever... See, I like cats. 
And as a matter of fact, I even take care of many outdoor cats, stray, feral cats. There's one thing that I learned about a feral cat. They don't desire to correspond with you because they're too wild. They don't know anything else but the wild. And mostly survival is the only thing that it cares about. It doesn't care about getting to know you. It doesn't care about building a relationship with you. <laughs> and so you must understand that some women, pardon me, are like feral cats. They're too wild to be domesticated. Now, that doesn't mean that you go now and go, fucking cat fucking feral cat you want you want the streets huh you don't want you don't want my house you don't do that that's what it knows you select different that's all you do you don't judge them you don't call them names why you're the fool if you do that. What you do is you understand the difference between the two of you. We are not compatible. I've talked to you about this before. How to just simply explain to women sometimes there is a lack of compatibility here. And so you move toward compatibility and she moves toward compatibility for her. It's just not the two of you. And so some women are like if you've experienced a wild animal. Try domesticating them. Try. Go ahead. You're putting yourself and the animal at a disadvantage. A stray cat, on the other hand, a stray cat's a little different. Hang on. A stray cat is a bit more willing to engage with humans, and that's because it has had human interaction at some point. A lot of stray cats are abandoned. So if you find a stray cat, it could have belonged to someone, and for whatever reason, they released it. Could have been a life change. Someone died, got out of the house, whatever. But a stray cat is more likely to engage a human because it's been around that. So we can we can also translate that to the upbringing process, the nurturing, what she's seen in the household. Okay, where was their leadership? Was there a strong mother, strong father in the picture? neighborhood environmental which school did she go to was she homeschool public school it, there's been exposure to stability fred casillas ten dollars thanks for the great a quality sermon of uh champion game men definitely act like stray dogs or lone wolves too thank you for the contribution Again, a stray cat is more is a bit more willing to engage with humans. The potential for domestication upgrade is still unlikely depending on how long they've been in the wild, okay? So depending, now you can go through a hoe phase that lasts a summer, okay? I actually help men go through hoe phases. If you want to know the truth, I have a couple annual clients that I am helping them go through a whole phase so they can get it out of their system because they have those unmet desires and curiosities. So I am helping them in a systematic 
way, in a safe way, helping them achieve or, or go through those experiences so they can, at the end, decide, was this worth it? Was it not worth it? Will I ever do it again? Do I want to, or do I want to keep it going? Or do I want to move on to a more committed situation now because I've had the experience? So I actually tailor systems for inexperienced men to go through a hoe phase if that's what they need. Now, if you don't need that and you need to be a better husband, a better businessman, a better mother if you're a woman, then you hire me for that. So again, the potential for domestication with a stray cat is still unlikely, depending on how long they've been out in the wild. But if you can catch them young enough, it can work. So again, this is in favor of the men that want younger women. I I told you to be aware of those unmet curiosities that a young woman may have and often has. However, if you can meet a woman young enough that has been domesticated, had a father, had a quality father, was nurtured, was taught um, composure and responsibility, then if you catch that woman early, the potential for domestication is greater. Okay? Pardon me. Again, a lot of stuff here. Adoption centers. Okay, you guys have been to vet clinics where they have baby kittens and puppies, and you've been to Petco, and there's breeders, and there's a process with breeding. Okay. Those are usually the best ways, okay? I'm just explaining the difference, okay? Adoption centers where the cat is newborn, okay? Inexperienced and less attachments. Understand this. I understand the man that says, I don't want a woman with a lot of partners because there's that means the potential for a lot of attachments are there. Now, if you want marriage, this needs consideration, if you don't want marriage and you want a casual encounter or two or, or several, then this shouldn't matter. The only thing that will matter is protecting yourself, okay? Which I talk about. This is very advanced. So just hang in there and learn. But understand this. Adoption centers where the cat is newborn, inexperienced, and less attachments is uh, the surest way, but no guarantee, to introduce a new addition to your program or your household. So I'm explaining feral cats, let them be in the wild. And I have compassion for those animals too, in a way. But part of that is just my, it's my story in my head about nature. But if a feral cat knows nothing other than the wild, he or she doesn't know that there might be a better, more comfortable life elsewhere, okay? 
Stray cats have been introduced to, to humans on a limited basis, maybe, or even just abandoned, but they still have that, have been domesticated. And so the likelihood of bringing them in, if you catch them at the right time, is better. And then obviously, as I said before, under the right circumstances, adopting a newborn where you can coach it, raise it, nurture it your way, you have a better chance at success. <laughs> Appreciate that, baby girl. Lewis, what's good? This is uh, very high level. It is. I want to take a quick break. I'll be right back in just a few minutes. Bear with me, please. Okay, thank you for your patience. Jonah Williams, thank you for your contribution to the broadcast. $10. Thanks for the con uh, uh, constant game, Coach. This is my first time catching a live, but I've been listening to your show for a while now. Uh, even if it's not that much, I want to support if I can, value for value. Thank you so much. Thank you for f uh, following through uh, on something you wish to do. I don't even want a, 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 a contribution by coercion. I wouldn't even want it. If you want to give it, then I will I will receive it with gratitude. The Health and Wealth Podcast, who is a becoming a, a regular here, $20 contribution. Shout out to the Life Game channel. <laughs> this is about... This is all about living, uh, learn, uh, leaning, I imagine he meant learning, understanding, <clears throat> accepting, and implementing. I just wanted to keep supporting. This is a really, this is really a paid presentation. I hope people see the value. Yeah, it takes tremendous time. Uh, I have to go, I have to think a lot about this. People, some people put, put together a quick six minute video, if that, and sometimes those are even valuable. I can't discount that. Short videos can be valuable. But anytime you're putting together a presentation on camera, no avatar, and you're explaining, it's like a class. I just want you to know it takes a lot of work. I don't blame you for that. This is my this is my business. It's not I don't blame you. I just want you to know that even to come up with these analogies as SNO said, the king of analogies. I have to go through lived experience. I have to sometimes go back to a time I have departed from that I you know, I don't even that I'm gone. I'm gone from there. But I have to go back to it to revisit it and then bring the game back. The game is always there, but I have to go back to a former time to relive it and then bring the game back for your for your learning. Did that? Pardon me. <laughs> so we did that. Let's move on to here. Fools, you've heard of Fools Rush In? There was a movie called Fools Rush In. This is Hose Rush In. <laughs> uh, we, can, we can throw fools in there as well. Hose, hose or addicts 
Okay? Not just hoes. Addicts rush in. People that need a lot of stimulation, okay, uh, that need a lot of um, attention, okay, that are fiends of something. You've become a fiend. You've heard of dope fiend, crack fiend. There's sex fiends. There's gambling fiends. There's validation fiends. There's attention fiends. There's success fiends. You could become a fiend of anything. So I want to make sure I say that. But hoes or addicts of something can't get over the rush, the memories and the feelings. It's something you need to understand that if you're dealing with someone who is an addict of something, a fiend of something, tread with caution. Tread with caution. Again, this is all about answering Omni Roma's question and probably yours. What you don't know, you don't know. You can't miss what you've never experienced. So just keep this in mind. If you don't know something, you can't miss it. So if a woman is worldly, well-traveled, a lot of sex, a lot of boyfriends, a lot, a lot, even a man. Versus someone who ha- who went a different route in life. Just a different route. We're not going to necessarily call it better or worse. Although there are consequences to every action. You can't miss what you've never experienced. So generally a fiend of some sort. That rush. That excitement. That feeling. That memory. Okay. That distraction. They'll miss it, especially when you put them in a more structured environment. Okay? So I'm I'm helping the men. I'm helping the women, too. The understanding of this, not the judgment of this, the understanding of it. Real quick, shout out to... Bernie El with a with a hundred dollars super chat, respect to this man. Thank you so much. Salute, Coach E. Uh, Cope, Coach EO. Saturday's coaching call was awesome. Plus, it had lots of great content for Patreon. It, it, exactly, it, it certainly did. And I want to thank you for that very generous contribution, as you always do. And I like to celebrate uh, those that really do give back for the value received. Bernie El, thank you so much. got to dance to that <laughs> i gotta go into that you know when every time i hear that i gotta go in francis salute to you fam appreciate you twenty dollars maybe somewhat off topic but i remember in a video you mentioned to no longer being a dead man walking yes and that hit home with me and i appreciate the work you're doing daily practice value for value yep moment to moment day to day 
Sometimes change can happen instantaneous in your thinking, but then you have to prepare your life to correspond with the new direction, okay? Because check this out. You may want new direction, but then you go home and everything is still is a remnant of a previous mentality. So it does take time. The decision can be made now, but now the preparation for the new life must take place. So there's, there's maybe you got to get rid of some stuff, get rid of some people. There's a lot that needs to be done. So that so the decision that you made mentally, it corresponds with your new reality in your daily routine. So keep that in mind. It's a process, and I help men with that uh, every day. Omni Roma, he made it. Hopefully, you catch this broadcast in, in great uh, from the beginning. Uh, this was uh, a show that you inspired and um, did a lot of work here. Hopefully, I add uh, some some clarity. Uh, Omni Roma with uh, never less than a hundred. Uh, great insight, Cochio. Some promiscuous women just need a strong man to show them the correct way to move in life. The champion game does that. It does, but. There are other factors where she'll allow you to do that. I, I want to say this. Being a strong man doesn't equal success. With other people, okay? They have to want it. They have to go through certain inner practices in order to prepare themselves for a different life. They have to want it with you. They have to be attracted to you, both physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. You have to be the right fit. Okay, it's like ingredients in a um, in a in a recipe. In order to achieve the desired taste, lemon meringue pie. Well, clearly you need lemons. What if I tried to introduce oregano to lemon meringue pie? Oregano is one hell of a spice. I like it. I like it in, on a lot of foods, not on lemon meringue pie. So you have to know that not every woman is the one for you, even if you want her to be. The ingredients have to mesh. They have to match. They have to make sense. Okay? And so, although what you said is true, I don't want men to think just because you're strong and masculine, not you, Omni, but people, that that equates success outside of you or even with the self sometimes you have to understand that the ingredients have to make sense they have to match up and pair in order to produce that that end result omni thank you so much for that i'm glad you showed up and we got a special button for omni roma as well Thank you so much, Omni. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you so much. Okay. We got to move forward. Uh, Omni again, thank you. Bernie, thank you. Everyone, thank you. Let me see where I was. Hang on. Okay, we did that. 
Okay, this is important for you to understand. Let me reiterate the second point. What you don't know, you don't know. Again, you can't miss what you've never experienced. So there is truth to that. But keep in mind, again, if they have the curiosity to experience it, you can't stop that. You can prolong it. You can get her knocked up. Okay, you can distract her, but you can't be at two places at once. And if somebody wants something bad enough, they're going to get it. That's not so that's not so you can live in fear. That's so you have a better understanding of where to invest and where you shouldn't invest. People that respect themselves have a criteria. Okay? I need you to understand this right now that people that have a criteria didn't just have a criteria fall into their lap. There is lived experience, pain a lot of the time, loss and gain and wins that help you form preferences in a criteria. There is intention with people who have a criteria. They generally live their life with intention. Okay? And so what comes from all of that work? What comes from all of that work? Respect. Respect of the self comes with that. So people that respect themselves have a criteria, and I just explained what contributes to having a standard and criteria. Those that don't have a criteria lack vision and purpose. So you've met both people. You've met people who just go with the flow. And you've heard people say that, which is why I taught men to never say, go with the flow. Oh, we just go with the flow. Oh, no worries. Why did I teach you that? Because then there is no intention and there's no leadership. Okay. You'll hear women, not all, but some say, I'm down for whatever. I'm down for whatever. I'm going with the flow. As a man, never say I'm down for whatever. Number eight, I want to talk about this a little bit. What is the number one reason for a relapse? Again, we're talking about domesticating a fiend of some sort or a person who is used to a lifestyle. One of the, being a hoe in particular, being okay, being a hoe, not in the sense we're pip, pimping hoe, although that can be part of this conversation, but a woman who is a slut essentially or who is promiscuous because slut is negative sounding. A woman who has had a lot of sexual partners and that was her cho her choice for whatever reason. I want to talk to you about why there could be relapse in your relationship with a woman who has had a strong sexual past. Number 1, boredom and isolation could easily be listed as one of the number one reasons for a relapse by many individuals in early recovery. Now obviously when we mention recovery we might be thinking of therapy, abstinence, um, removing alcohol or drugs, but it's a multitude of things. But even promiscuity. So boredom, you'll notice with a woman his or a person who is used to a lot of stimuli, stimulation. They can't sit down. Some of that is genetic, and they can't help it, okay? And you got to recognize that, too. 
And then, so it's nature and nurture together. But you'll notice a person who needs a lot of attention, validation, needs to be seen a lot. They're used to being out seen at restaurants and and validated. They can't sit, they can't sit idle. They can't sit quietly for very long. They get bored. They need to be out. This is why that this is why a lot of your women will tell you, well, aren't we going anywhere? Because you're trying to to domesticate a wild animal. Julio Chavez, ten dollars. <laughs> These hoes gonna learn today. Buenos dias to El Champion. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, bro. Got a button coming for you soon. But not only are the women gonna learn, we want them to learn to become greater. Okay? I wanna say this. I, the intention for this video is to help men and women both become greater. more peaceful more situated in a place where they can thrive and among people they can thrive with and add value to so it's not to exploit to diminish and to tell men just go be by yourself for the rest of your life no it's so you can lead your life like a man like a responsible woman and so that's why I'm doing this So remember, a person who's boredom or isolated, they're going to find a way to get out. That door opens, they're gone. You need to know this about addicts. Um, also, any and all downtime prior to recovery was usually getting their substance, using their substance and recovering from, the, from their substance. So keep keep in mind any downtime that a person has, even a hangover or a week off from the bar, <laughs> even a post breakup, is like a recovering phase. But have you ever heard this before, or have you said this before? I know I have in the past. I'll never drink like that again. Or even sometimes, if you're religious, you'll pray to God and say, "God, I'll never do that again." And you did it again. And you did it again. And you did it more. That's generally what a person who is very addicted to something does. Most of their time is dedicated to recovery. But once recovery has taken place, there's a new decision to make. Go back to the rush. Enter a new phase. Most people go back to the rush. They're not strong enough. You need to know this. Hoes require immense stimulation. I need you to know that at that addicts of any kind, but hoes in particular, even man hoes, okay, require immense amounts of stimulation. Attention, validation, conversation, shopping, drinking, having sex. In most cases, anything to continue the escape of their reality. 
So you need to know this about men and women. Okay, men do this too. So that's why I don't want you to just men are doing this with success. Men who try to get more, I want more money, more success, more social proof. There is you're doing that in large part frantically, and it becomes an addiction. And now you can't even have a conversation. Or you, or you have to have conversation. You cannot be not having conversation. You could always know a person's mental strength by how, by how long they can sit quietly and by themselves. If you notice a person is always with a friend, have to be with a friend, have to be out, have to be taking pictures, have to be doing this, that person is unsettled and is not properly governing themselves. And so you should invest very little, if at all, at this time. Rafael Cabrera, $20. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for your contributions to the show. I also want to tell you this, and this is true, and this came to my mind yesterday as I was putting these together. Responsible people, now notice in the last segment I said anything to continue to escape from reality. Now, keep in mind something. A hose reality is still a reality, okay? It's still a reality. But sometimes, as the woman alluded to in the woman's perspective segment, she said that I grew out of that and started to see how that wasn't the, uh, the healthy life to live. So she wanted to enter a new reality, okay? So just remember, the whole reality is still a reality. And just like a, a more disciplined reality is still another reality. It's just a different reality. And so I want to say this to you. For the purpose of the prior segment, I said people who need a lot of attention, stimulation, need to be out all the time, need to be seen, need to be taking pictures, need a lot of different sexual partners. That is generally the result of someone trying to escape a reality or someone who became addicted to a reality. Okay? Responsible people embrace their reality irresponsible people avoid it so let's say for example you have built a reality and you are genuinely fond and proud of and thriving in that reality you will be responsible for it and you will care for it you will maintain it and nurture it and extend it people that are not fond of their reality are often irresponsible because there's nothing to protect have you ever gotten into an argument or a fist fight with someone who had nothing to lose? People who have something to lose don't want to fight. People who don't have anything to lose will rush into fighting or disagreements. <coughs> Pardon me. <coughs> Does that make sense to you? Again, <laughs> that's the next segment. <clears throat> Pardon me. Responsible people embrace their reality and reality, and irresponsible people avoid it. Does that make sense? 
So you'll notice when you see irresponsible people, that is a person who has not necessarily built a reality that they're fond of. They're just kind of going with life to, to, a, to an extent. And there's nothing to govern. There's nothing to maintain. So they're foolish with their decision-making. They're irresponsible versus someone who actually had intention and had a plan of execution and, have, and has executed. There is a result that is favorable to them, and they want to maintain that. And there's responsibility that comes with that. <laughs> this is a funny segment. A hoe without, or pardon me, a hoe with ambition is worse than a hoe without it. I want you to understand this. A hoe with ambition, not in all cases, but in in some. Not for me. I could take a woman with or without ambition and still maintain trueness to myself, allow trueness to her, and but still select a woman where I know she'll be compatible for me and I'll be compatible for her. So this doesn't necessarily apply to me, but for those out there that are kind of new, I need you to understand something. A, a hoe with ambition will walk all over you if you don't know what you're doing. Whereas a hoe without ambition, <laughs> you're more likely to build a successful connection with a hoe without a cause. Okay, so you've heard of the women who say, I'm a boss bitch. I make my own money. I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. You want, you make, you should make your own money. Take care of yourself. Become a, a self sufficient human being. Make your money, take care of yourself. I'm for that. Honestly, I don't have a problem with that. I do that. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. And if you have game, you, that doesn't... Really, a man that is is settled is not afraid of a woman who makes money. Because, in my experience, her money's my money anyway. <laughs> and, and I mean that. But I understand the level. There's levels to this game. I'm at the top. And I just got to say that I am. Um... And you would know that I am, based on this presentation, you would know that I am. You would know that I'm superior to many other human beings by what I'm teaching. That's not an insult. That is a fact. And that's not even arrogant. That's just true. There are human beings and people that are superior. There are leaders and followers. There are. Now, there comes a time where a, a follower becomes a leader. A leader of the self no longer needs a, a leader. Hopefully that be, is you. Hopefully that is you. But in many cases, you can't just become that. It's a process. But what I'm telling you is, I am superior to many other human beings when it comes to understanding psychology. I am superior. Which is why I'm teaching this to you. And it's okay. I want to say, it's okay for someone to be superior to you. Just like when you evolve enough, you will be superior to another. So you don't say that with arrogance, like, I'm superior. 
You are superior due to your life and due to your experience and due to your decision making and through your living, you will be more superior to another. So with that advanced experience, you can be an egotistical maniac or you can acknowledge where you are, acknowledge where another person is, and then share that insight with another. But don't let someone who... There are people that are better than you. And that's okay. By better, I mean more advanced, more life experience. Not better as a human, but more, but superior to you. In their thinking, in how they govern their thoughts, I am superior to most people. Not all, but most. And if I'm not, I certainly can sit with people that are very advanced and offer value to the conversation without becoming jealous or envious. And that's something I want you to do as well. So what do I mean by this? You're more likely to build a successful connection with a hoe without a cause. What is a hoe without a cause? You've heard a rebel without a cause? That's a song, Kid Rock. A hoe without a cause is someone who doesn't have an identity necessarily. So they're just kind of living in their feelings, living off emotions. There is really no identity. Whereas a boss bitch has a strong identity. So not only is she sexually daring, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But she is very in touch with her sexuality. On top of it, she has a strong persona. You're less likely due to, again, game, even the best game, cannot make a person do something. And even if you did coerce, manipulate, sabotage them into doing something, it's a matter of time before they that thing that they really wanted to do, they do it. Julio Chavez, $10. Coach, uh, not teaching us how to drink. He just leads to the lake. Yes, that's exactly it. Thank you so much for that. So, uh, again, you. this is just understanding hoes, different hoes. Again, not the hoe, pimp hoe correlation. Promiscuous women, sexually evolved women, okay? But for the sake of this broadcast, you know, we're using that terminology. 304 was the way Omni presented it, so I'm trying to keep it in that realm for the sake of the question. If you meet a 304 without a cause... She can be given an identity because she doesn't have one. <laughs> okay? She can create with the, as Omni put it earlier, the presence of a strong man. The chances of her being introduced to a new environment, thus creating a new identity, is possible because there, was no, there wasn't one to begin with. 
However, if you meet a woman who's sexually exper experienced and a boss bitch, meaning there is a degree, education, she runs a business, whatever, now you are in some fashion competing against those things. Not that I see it as competition. I don't see it as competition. I'm thinking of how I can maximize opportunities at all times. I'm trying to ex express this and teach this in a way that you may be thinking of it. You may think of that as a hindrance. And it could be due to your level of game that it is a hindrance. So that's why I'm teaching this. To me, it's not a hindrance because I could take a woman who makes six figures on top of my double six figures and... And we could have a great run at something because <laughs> it's not a threat. It's an opportunity. But my game is at that point that I don't fear that shit. But I have to be understanding of where you might be. I prefer that you get to my advanced, very advanced stage of how you process information and how you seize opportunities. Hopefully you get there if you stay committed and you, and, you, know, you stay committed to yourself. However, you're more likely to take a woman that's just wild, but it's even kind of like this. You find a, a, a stray cat who is not, does not belong to a family of cats. Okay? Hear me out on this. You find just a stray cat that hasn't really kind of found a group. It's kind of by itself. It's almost like it doesn't have a home, you know, it, it, it's getting acclimated to the wild. But you haven't you might have a better chance at taking that cat in versus a cat that was leading a pack, which means it has a, a an identity and people rely on it, okay? Or other cats rely on it, excuse me. But what we'll also say a business owner, a woman who runs a business or has uh, who is a an asset to a company, she now has a personality within that company, and other people have become reliant on her being there. So there is a lot of layers to her. <laughs> so if you're going to incorporate a sexually charged woman, you may, although again, I'm not speaking for myself, but you may have a better chance at doing it with a woman who is like a waitress, doesn't have a lot of friends, but she is, okay, you may have a better chance with her because versus someone with a very strong identity, also very sexually liberated and kind of like a balls bitch. She says she calls herself a balls bitch. Again, with game, though, you could take a boss bitch or what she calls herself to be a boss bitch. Maybe she is a boss bitch. Maybe she is. Maybe she's the boss of her life. Why should I take that from her? She is the boss of her life. Now, obviously, you have to keep telling people you're a boss. It, it's okay to say it. If you say it every day, well, okay. But you know what I mean. If you don't have tremendous self-awareness and... You're and you're not and, and and you're very attached to things. The last thing you want to do is try to get involved with a woman who has a boss bitch mentality on top of it. She screws everybody that she wants to screw. YouTube chill. Because unless you are offering benefit 
outside of what she's used to, she'll see you as beneath her. Okay? Versus a woman who might be a little promiscuous, but there isn't a lot of identity there. She's kind of in between identities. Like, I kind of want to go to school. I kind of want to do this. I'm not sure what I want to do next. You can bridge that that identity. And you can tie that identity to yourself in a way, as long as you're not manipulating her. You can help her find an identity, one of which that serves herself and you and the relationship versus someone who has a strong identity, several strong identities. They're kind of there. And you would need a tremendous amount of game. It also comes back to timing. So I wanted to talk about that, and I hope that that makes sense. But the, a hoe with ambition is, is sometimes worse than a hoe without it if you don't know what you're doing. Very, very important. <laughs> this is why if a woman has a strong social circle and the circle is very dependent on her being there, it's hard. she's going to choose the social circle because she has relevance. This is why people join games, join uh, gangs, join clubs, MGTOW, Red Pill, all this is because there's a level of acceptance and you have a role within that domain. And so you want to stay where you feel worthy. Okay? You want you don't want to leave a place that you have relevance. So again, this is all all coming back to should you involve and incorporate and introduce a homo relationship to a woman that has a strong sexual history I'm explaining to you the mindset you might be better off with that chick that does get around a little bit but doesn't have a strong identity kind of in between identities and you can help come bridge the gap and become a leader for her and guide her to a more uh, structured and sensible and healthy place Hopefully, if you're the man with the right mindset. Does that make sense? Enrique Gomez, $10. Thank you so much. Salute, Cochio. Thanks for spitting facts. You're welcome. Thank you for that. And MC Essential, $20. Thank you for your contribution. Number 10, as you're evaluating anything in life, because everything in life is an evaluation and it's a risk assessment, okay? Your survival, your very existence depends on you evaluating risk. So as you deal with anyone, whether it be business, relationship, sexual partner, whatever, doctor, even your doctor... You, there is a risk assessment. Dealing with this person, depending on their experience, their bedside manner, are they evolved? Um, do they? 
are they knowledgeable of ancient practices and and, and more, um, I don't know, uh, medicine of former times and still keeping up with newer advancements and newer uh, um, introductions to advanced medicine, okay? You're always and should always be evaluating risk and reward. So, job, this, this kind of, in some fashion, goes against, contradicts the former point, but this is something you should also be taking into consideration as you are. See, men want to vet, but they don't know what they're vetting for. I noticed this in this space. I want to vet a woman, coach. Vet her for what? Well, I just want something casual. Then your vetting process is actually more limited than if you were looking for a, a marriage. You don't, let me say this to you. I got a video coming out. You don't vet a woman in the same manner for casual sex as you would a marriage. Obviously, it's a more intense vetting process. But because you don't know yourself and because you don't know what you're doing, potentially, potentially, and the reason why I say you, I'm not, I'm not talking to anyone in particular, I'm talking to that person who's looking for answers, but that thinks they have answers. You don't know why you're vetting the woman or what for, but you want to talk about vetting. <laughs> you want to talk about vetting, but you don't know what you're vetting for. And you want to vet extensively for limited time experience or, or a limited time situation. <laughs> so I'm trying to teach you this. However, if we're interviewing and we're evaluating for girlfriend, wife, we do want to know these things. How long have you been consistent with any job? How long have you been consistent with any job? MC, $5. Going to catch the full playback. Had to hit the gym. Become a patron this week and learned a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Value for value. I appreciate it, man. Enjoy the gym and uh, hit us with a comment on the, on the back end if you would like. Thank you. Lyndon Reyes, $20. Thank you so much for that contribution. I appreciate that, as all of you. Thank you. So again, it's good information to know how long have you stayed at a job? Do you quit jobs all the time? Are you in and out of jobs all the time? Consistency matters. Has she, he or she proven to be consistent in crucial areas of her life? Health, annual checkups, STD tests, blood work. I go twice per year. So I even see this with men. Coach, I ain't been to the doctor yet, but yet you want to fuck everybody. Women, I want to screw everybody. I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> You're reckless. You're foolish. And eventually, you're going to pay a big price, men and women both. So you want to look for consistency in crucial areas before you ev before you introduce see most men are not thinking about this 
you just you're just thinking about how good she looks can i maintain her does she listen to me well a woman can do that anybody could do that as long as you're offering benefit in areas they're inept or struggling but once they become stable in areas that they needed you for now you see behavior change <laughs> okay potentially often and so that's why I'm talking to you about these other things that tell you a lot about a person. So again, how long have you been at a job? How, how can you hold a job? To health, do you check on yourself? Do you get pap smears? Do you go to the doctor, sir, and check your blood work? Have you gotten an STD test? Remember, uh, they don't check for STDs when you go in for blood work. You have to request it, and it generally comes at a cost. Now, some insurances cover that, or a portion, or all of it. But if you don't have that, like, I recently got mine done. It was $250 additional. No problem. I want it. I want to know where I am and if you want confidence if you want confidence and you know you're a healthy man you will walk with confidence you will walk with self-preservation you will walk with self-respect see ruined people compromise people compromise other people in other situations but people that are preserved and know where they stand are very careful where they tread. Understand that. Relationships is important to find out a little bit about relationships. If you have a woman tell you, oh, I don't want relationships. I don't want to be in no relationship. Or a man, I don't want to be in a relationship. What that generally means, if you dig deeper, they've never been successful in relationships. Because if you know this or not, every interaction, you with a boss, you with your child, you with an animal, you with yourself, you with your woman, you, you with your man. Everything is a relationship. There is a relationship forming. My relationship with my clients, their relationship with me, my relationship with my audience, your relationship with me. We are and should be valuing our relationships. So if you hear a person say, I don't want all that. <laughs> now, even you've heard me say that. It's just because I'm so self-sufficient now. Um, and there and there's some coping going on there to a some certain extent. But um, I do value relationships. I do value people that I deal with, which aren't a lot of people. I keep my associations few so I don't have to manage them all because managing takes a lot of time and energy. And so I, I keep my relationships few and I make sure that I can prosper them or I don't enter, enter them at all. That's another reason why I don't, that relationships, I'm not that fond of a relationship. It requires managing time, energy, compromise. And so you have to be ready to nurture that. And so people who often say, I don't want a relationship. What the, if you dig deeper what they're saying is I've never been successful in one. <laughs> or people don't want me for a relationship. 
Now, you can get to a point where just your preferences, I've had enough relationships, which I've had, I've had enough relationships, um, I know what they require to be successful, and maybe you're not at a point in your life where you want to dedicate that amount of time and energy to a relationship. So if you can explain it without bashing it, you're okay. Because you understand your limitations and what is expected of you to lead a relationship. But if you're bashing it, <laughs> you know the truth. Credit and finances. It's important to know how a person manages their credit and their finances. And appearance. This is something that I want to introduce to you. Be weary of someone who changes their appearance a lot. Changing appearance a lot can involve excessive tattoos or tattoos at all, or excessive tattooing, a lot of procedures, um, butt implants, lip injections, fake eyelashes, fake hair, fake nails, fake skin, fake teeth, fake boobs, just a lot of procedures. Okay, you got to be weary of those women. You don't want to judge them, but you want to see it. She changes herself a lot. She wants more. More of this. <laughs> okay? That can indicate unsettledness and unhappiness when a person changes a lot. You need to see this. If you're with a woman, that's why I say... There's some beautiful, simple women. They're so beautiful. They're so beautiful, man. But they just don't show it. They don't dress provocatively necessarily. But there's, there's a banging body under there. They're not interested in that. They might have more inner wealth or inner interests. But you have to be weary of women or people that are constantly trying to improve their appearance even gym goers and men this is including you there is something unsettled about you if you were to be honest now obviously self-care proper nutrition and exercise is essential to prolong life i'm not talking about doing it with the intention of i want to prolong my life okay but i'm talking about when you go beyond that and it's becoming very uh, there's vanity intense vanity tied to it and you can never get enough beware of people like that <laughs> going into two hours here you hit us at the tail end good to have you hundred dollar super chat never less than a hundred yo oh yo fam as always today's broadcast presented many teachable moments Salute to the mission and everyone showing up value for value. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad that you're listening. He's an annual client, someone I'm very proud of. And uh, I appreciate your appreciation. Let's get our super chat button activated. For Mr. Orozco.
Salute, fam. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. UG reiterated something I said just a few moments ago. Ruined and compromised people compromise other people. It's true. Like, just like fulfilled people have a tendency to want to accommodate and help fulfill other people. Not in excess, because you could try to fulfill people and it's coming from an inept place, this constant desire to want to improve other people in the world, that too can come from a place of lowness and trauma. But I'm talking about the person who's just fulfilled to themselves, and then when you're around them, they're full of great ideas, inspiration, passion, encouragement, and that's a natural byproduct of being around someone like that. Just like if you're around somebody who is miserable, complaining, gossip, losing, you're going to experience that energy. And if you're not careful, you become what you're around. This is why I'm very particular about who I share company with. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely partic- particular. I realize how much work that I've put in my life to get it to where it's at. And as I've stated in, the, uh, in this broadcast... I'm responsible with it, as you should be as well. So we talked about these here. I want to talk a little bit about risk-reward, although I have been referencing it throughout this broadcast. But every situation requires evaluation and has specific criteria. Okay? Every situation requires a risk assessment, risk reward assessment. And whether you know or not you are doing this for your for your own survival, you're doing this. But there is a specific criteria for each situation. For example, as I alluded to a few moments ago, casual encounters versus relationship energy should be two separate assessments. Again, I had to tell a client this, several clients this recently. Why are you evaluating and vetting women, every woman the same, and you don't even know where you want to place them yet? You must know what you want, what makes sense for you at this time in your life, what you're willing to give your best toward, while also receiving another's best. And so you need to know if that's long-term, I'm in this for the long haul, maybe some children are attached to this, legacy, but you know, whatever. Or if this is just a summer fling, you have to know that. And if you don't know that, I don't blame you because you don't know that. You don't know that you don't know that. Well, now you do know that. If you don't know how to do that, that's why I offer services or I do these shows. Pick up the game. Number one, temporary help, seasonal or situational. Think about it. When the holidays comes along, 
or a temp. Maybe you work for a temp agency or you're tied to a temp agency. But think about it. When you go to Macy's or the department stores, maybe they're looking for someone between November and January. So they might not have high, very high expectations of you, and they may not, may not also give you a lot of responsibilities. Have you ever seen a person holding up a sign outside of business? What is their responsibility? Okay, I'm going to pay you $10 an hour, $8 an hour, stand out, outside with this sign and hold it up to traffic. Do I have to sit down with them and have three, four, five interviews? Or do I just tell them, here's what, you, what I'm looking for. I need a person to stand out here for six hours and hold up this sign. I offer, I will accommodate lunch, each shift, and 10 bucks an hour. Are you in? Can you do that? <clears throat> you don't sit there and have a long, rigorous conversation in depth with a person that is temporary. <laughs> okay? You don't do that. But men are like, I want a vetter, coach. Okay, vetter for what? Well, I just want it casual. But you, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what you want. Not yet. Again, let me, let me explain this. Because this is dope shit. Temporary help, casual relationship, is seasonal and oftentimes situational, and we're not looking for longevity. A permanent position now does require in-depth interviewing, rigorous training. Do you realize companies spend a lot of money to train new acquisitions? You think training programs, just they cost nothing? You have to pay for training. Trainers, lunches, hotel, travel sometimes. Training costs money. Training is a risk. You may not get a return on your investment. You may not. That's why a lot of companies don't train. A lot of companies today actually don't invest in training, proper training. Which is which can be a disadvantage to the new to the new acquisition, and you could be wasting your time, and you should invest in training if you're doing it right. It will pay dividends. Uh, Unique seventy nine, thank you for the, a very generous uh, super chat. Thank you for your feedback on Instagram, Coach. I really appreciate it. The gym is pushing my mind set, and uh, your guidance is pushing me to maintain my objective. Focus, sir. Like you said, Coach. <laughs> it's about focus. Thank you, and God bless. God bless you, man. Your only problem, unique, is focus. And that's often everyone's problem. You fix that, get ready for new results. So again, if you're looking for a more permanent position, this requires more rigorous interviewing, more... Um, back ch uh, um, background checks. You may be calling the former boss. See, remember, if it's temporary help, you're straight. Hey, doesn't require a lot. 
It's like, yo, I need you to work the polls. You ever work the polls uh, for politicians? I need you to work the polls. I need you to hand out flyers. I need you to put these on people's doorsteps. I need you to talk to them about voting today. I'm paying you a set rate, $200 at 5 p.m. I need you here at 6 a.m. You got it? Good. You don't even talk to them no more. You have somebody else compensate them at the end of the day as you move on. And so a permanent position requires rigorous training, 90-day reviews, raises, because you want to reward your employees, otherwise they don't want to work for you, vacation time, promotion, etc. So how does that translate to relationships? If you're looking for a relationship, you better be a good leader. You better have a program in place, some, uh, 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 an environment and a lifestyle that a woman could blossom in and enjoy and help contribute to. Rewards, good communication, advancement. So you have to be thinking about this with women. Based on her experience, what she's showing me, where she's been, who she is now, she only quali- she either qualifies for nothing, she qualifies qualifies for temp, she's a temp, which she'll know she's a temp, or she qualifies. And she's exhibiting behavior that qualifies her for the potential for long-term position. That's the man's job. Inform the employee. Now, I want to preface this segment by saying that I've told women in the past... That if you want to have sex, because women like to have unprotected sex. Men do too, but women do too. I've had women beg me, YouTube chill, to pull a condom off. Now, part of that is that she wants to feel you emotionally. It's not, it, it is the feeling it can be better. It often is. But it's also, I had a woman one time, YouTube chill, I'm going to try to say this in the most discreet way. Who begged me to shoot in her. (laughs) Of course, I never did. You can beg all you want. I know. No. (laughs) This is many years ago. But I've told women, because women have told me, like, I can't wait to have sex with you without a condom on. And what I've said was, I know. In order for that to happen, which it may not have happened, but in order for me to consider it, I need an STD, an updated STD report showing me you have no STDs. I've had that conversation with women, and do you want to know what they did? They went and got one. Because if a woman really wants you, she's going to do everything you say. So I said, hey, I know you want that. I understand why. No problem. If that is ever going to happen, which it should still not happen, but it's going to happen sometimes, especially as you get in relationships, no one is 100% and no one has ever been 100%. (laughs) I should say no one. 98% of, of men 
at some point or another had sex with a woman without protection. But remember what I said, that if you self-preserve and care for the body, care for your finances, care for your um, credit, care for your household, care for your relationships, then you're going to be on top of your health, which means you have an STD report. I would never ask a woman to show me an STD report, a clear STD report, if I didn't have one to show her first. So what I would say is, I realize we're, we're, we're seeing each other more. And you want to experience me without a condom. I need an STD report updated showing me you're clear. Can you tell a woman that? <laughs> As a matter of fact, you should be telling all of the women that that you deal with or that will deal, you, do, you will deal with. And if she's feeling you, See, a woman that knows she doesn't have anything or is knows that she doesn't live a chaotic, promiscuous, reckless life is has no problem going to the doctor. It's the people that are afraid they have something that are afraid to go to the doctor. Just like if you have good credit and you're going to buy a car and your credit is 820 800 you don't walk in there afraid you walk in there head held head, head held high shoulders back you know you you're doing your research you know what you want and you know what you qualify for so you walk in with confidence but a person with low bad credit is always trying to push cash yo cash is king man cash is not king Cash doesn't cover every situation. It would be in your best interest to have cash and have good credit. So if you ask a person, hey, I need you to supply me an updated STD report so we can both enter this situation. You could even do this with casual sex. If you found someone that you want to be with casually and she wants to be with you casually and maybe the two of you have had a discussion now is this going to be just the two of us or are you going to have other sex partners so you got to talk <laughs> you have to communicate clearly and so you ask the woman is this something do you just want to have sex with me or do you want to have sex with multiple people there's no judgment I just want to know what it is you can have that conversation. And just like if, if a woman asks you, are you only having sex with me? The first thing you think is to lie and to say yes, because she won't have sex with you. Now you're going against yourself and going against her. So you have to tell her. If that means you don't get her, that means you don't get her. But if that means you do get her, you get her on truth. And so you say, yes, currently I'm dating and there are a, a couple of women that I see. And so if you, if you want to have safe sex, you wear a condom, obviously. You don't come in the woman, YouTube chill. Even if you have a condom on, pull out. But you also can have these conversations about going to the doctor and, and presenting STD reports that are clear. And if they're not clear, don't judge her. 
she probably didn't know or he didn't know, maybe, or they did know or they suspected was too afraid to go to the doctor or just simply naive. But if it comes back that someone that you were going to deal with had an STD, please show a little compassion. I'm not telling you to be with them, but have a little compassion. But this is being a responsible man or a woman. If you're with someone and you, or if you introduce, I need an STD report to engage sexually, that means you have something to protect and the woman knows that you are to be respected. And if she does, and if that's a, and it's, it's, it's a deterrent really as well to find out where this person is mentally, emotionally. Because if you tell them, hey, anyone that I engage with, you can even make it broad. You could say, anyone that I engage with sexually, I need to see uh, updated STD reports. And this can act as a deterrent and a vetting opportunity. Because if you experience resistance or like, for real, or you do, tread with caution. And if you hear somebody that says, I like that, I respect that, I too want that, I can supply that. This is a healthy exchange. And it could be worth uh, extending the conversation in the future potentially to upgrade. But you got to even be careful who you have sex with. Obviously, as I alluded to, make sure you've been tested and you can provide proof because you don't want to be a person who has a rule and you don't even follow the rule. You'll never be appreciated. You'll never be respected. If you have a rule, make sure that you honor that rule. ES Instrumentals, $5. Thank you for the game and knowledge. My pleasure. Thank you for that. There are many people walking around right now with STDs, and they know it, or they don't know it, but they, but they know that the possibility of them having one is great, but because they're afraid of knowing the truth, they don't go to the doctor. But again, if you get back a clear, a clear bill of health, and you go to the doctor, fam, you're going to protect that. Just like a woman, if she comes back and no STD, she doesn't, honestly, she's going to be like, I don't want anyone touching me. Like, I have, I preserve myself. Reckless people have reckless sex. Responsible people have responsible sex. <laughs> and lastly... I am a reformed 304. I am. I've had sex with so many women. And I will tell you, you get you get caught up, man. Uh, rotations of women, lots of women, especially if you got that it factor, you have sexual charm, charisma style, standards manhood you make money you look well 
you got great personality you, you got the gift of gab which i have all of these things man you get used to women just like a woman gets used to men and it's hard to leave it is hard to leave man because you get addicted to that shit And so I'm a, I too am a, am a reform 304, a male hoe. And so being a hoe helps you better understand a hoe. <laughs> Just like being a con, you can pick out cons, okay? If you're a thief or you've been a thief, you can spot a thief. So I've been a hoe. So I understand the psychology, the triggers, the responses, the reactions, the addiction of being a hoe. You understand that? And so um, because I've been a hoe, I understand a hoe. And most of the time, it's not really the sex that you get addicted to. It's the validation the attention, someone being there, someone pursuing you. Is it the sensations of sex? Of course, it can be. But it, it, it starts off that, and then it becomes the ego takes over, and it's more so I can't, I gotta have these feelings. And so how, um, how I became <laughs> reformed is I kept myself away from the public. Now, let me start by saying this is how I did it. I decided to put restraints on myself in ways I did it in the past. Okay? I, I, I put myself on, I restrained myself. And this had a building block type effect because when I started doing that I started to address other pivotal areas in my life so as I was ident or I, as I was dealing with promiscuity and being a male hoe I started to notice the contributing factors that aligned with that lifestyle and that decision making And so I kept myself away from the public. As I kept myself away from the public, I decided to build a home I never desired to leave. Okay, hold on. I was the type of person that would have nice places but never be in them. I'd have a nice place and I'd only go there to sleep and screw and change. But... I knew that had to, that had to change. I was too much in the street, too much in the bar, too much in uh, spending time with alcohol in those environments. So I said, you're going to restrain yourself. And what you're going to do instead of that is build a home that you love. I don't desire to go on vacation. <laughs> a lot of people ask me, like, do you go on vacation? I'm like, man, I used to go on vacation all the time. I don't ever desire to leave. This is the truth. Like, I don't need to go on vacation. People need to go on vacations. Like, I go on two vacations a year, wherever. Man, I have no desire for that. 
I built a home I love, a, a business that I am passionate about. Not always, not always passionate about it because you get tired. You only have so much energy in a day. But I'm fond of myself and I'm fond of the life that I've created. Therefore, I have no need for addition necessarily. If I do add on, it's not coming from a desperate place. It's coming from a place of just natural wanting, natural um, inspiration. And so I stopped drinking, no bars. I went on a cleanse of the whole life and all that encompassed the whole life. Womanizing friends, drinking friends, drinking buddies, um, being out all the time, even sometimes eating out. Because if I ate out, that means I'm sitting at a bar, a restaurant bar, if I'm doing that. You know, I'm oftentimes womanizing because I'm a closer, man. I'm a fucking closer. And but I just didn't want that life anymore. I did want it for a time. At least I thought I did. But I didn't want it anymore. Trevain, Trevon, Suki, $10, new name. Coach, been watching your wisdom for a few months. And I'd like to say thank you for your knowledge. I am shedding my simp ways and recently walked away from a relationship that wasn't serving my purpose. Congratulations. Happy to have you. Thank you for that. I want to also say that abstinence removes darkness. Now, by darkness, I'm not necessarily getting into like the devil but I won't take that away from you if that's how you describe that. But when I say darkness, I'm talking about recklessness. Um, um, unconscious behavior. Um, neurotic behavior. Darkness. That's, con- that's dark to me. Not being in in control of your faculties, being drunk, being high. I've been there. And to me, that lowered my greatness, pushed my greatness in the background, and just brought darkness to my life. JP, $5. Thank you. I've learned a lot since our session. Things have been flowing a lot better overall. Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Thank you so much. And so I've noticed for me, abstinence, restraint from something for a time removes darkness. And the other thing it does is it allows space for more productive activities. So when you abstain from one thing, you allow space and new possibilities and new creation for that space. Abstinence can be a good thing, a great thing, for a time, or maybe for good. And so I too have been a hoe, which is why being a hoe helps me understand hoes. And so how I was able to do it was restraint for a time, Extreme solitude, building a new life away from the old life, 
a home I never wanted to leave, <laughs> relationships I didn't want to leave, new relationships. I stopped drinking. I stopped going to bars. I don't go to bars. You're not going to catch me in a bar unless there is a deal to be made in that bar. And I will also encourage against bars. But I don't have anything against bars. I just don't desire to be in bars. I've been in a thousand bars. (laughs) I don't need to be in another bar. And so SNO, SNO benefits greatly from the work that I've put into my life. She's getting me at a time that many women wish they would have gotten me in the past. And so SNO also benefits greatly from the work that I've put in and the placement that I'm in in life as a man. Because if she met me five years ago, she wouldn't stand a chance. And that's no disrespect to her because really no woman stood a chance. And so, you know, you have to be thankful and grateful for the work that your man has put in and your woman has put in to be where they are. You have to commend them and show gratitude for that. MC Essential, $10. Again, peeped back in between sets. I'll be seeing a woman tonight and we'll be having this talk. Sex or no sex, it's good to know. You have always been transparent. I love that. Thank you. And remember, don't say it mean. Um, You just say, listen, um, you know, this date has been dope. Uh, Clearly, sex is on the menu. Whether it happens tonight, another night, whenever, which is not showing thirst. I do want to let you know that I take very good care of my health and that I am up to date on my um, on my blood work, so you can have if, if when we have sex, if we go there, you can re- be rest assured that I will provide you with a document so you are safe, and I too would want that. I just gave you the game. That is how you present it. Remember, a woman that takes care of herself will respect that, honor that, and probably even get even more attracted to you because she can trust you. But a woman that resists that, finds that corny, finds that any other way than productive, don't have sex with her. She's immature and she's not up to par on herself. We are not thirsty as champions. Guys, that's my time. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. Share this with family, friends, anyone you think that could benefit. If you feel the need, MC, $2, noted. Great. Thank you. If you feel the need to give back for this, again, if you want to, there's a way to do that. Down in the description will be a PayPal or a Cash App. Feel free to do that if you so desire. It's my honor and privilege to give you this exclusive champion game. I hope that it adds tremendous benefit to your lives, both men and women, 
and that we judge each other less and understand each other more. That is my hope, and that is uh, the purpose of this broadcast. And I will see you all in the next video.